This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. This episode of Creepy is presented by Patreon supporters Hannah Johnson and Sterling. Patreon supporters get rewards such as early access to episodes, bonus content not otherwise heard on the feed, and personalized narrations. To help support the podcast, please visit patreon.com creepypod. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The Bad Days Day 17 Three Kings Ritual Found on Reddit No Sleep Credited to Fable Forge Originally titled Please Don't Actually Try This Hey No Sleep Long time no see. I've been posting bits and pieces of my life here, but I find them a little boring and self-serving. The last one about the juvenile incidents was already like 70% made up. To my shame. So today I'll post a recipe instead. This is not creepypasta. At least, not yet. And I'm writing it from a train in the NYC area. What I'm about to share with you today is one of my many relatively safe ways in which you can access, and not quite enter, a place called the Shadow Side. And its effectiveness depends on how seriously you take me. Your mileage may vary. Refer to the title. I won't tell you that you shouldn't be afraid of the Shadow Side. Chances are you've already seen it, after all. You merely think it was just a recurring dream. I will tell you there's no need to be ignorantly afraid of it, though. There's a difference. Ignorance fuels fear, and fear can give that place a lot of juice to run on. You have to be big on preparation if you want to try this. It's like skydiving. If getting it right on your first try is not something you're good at, then it's not for you. If you do drugs or alcohol the night of the event, you're going to have a bad time. If you're going through some serious issues in your life, not feeling mentally or spiritually stable, 
Or if you're doing this just to escape, you're going to have a bad time. And if you don't follow my instructions, particularly the multiple backups I'll give you, which, trust me, are there for a reason, you're going to have a really bad time. The name of this game is The Three Kings, by the way. Ingredients. A very large, empty and quiet room, preferably without windows. If windows exist, you need to be able to cover them and ensure total darkness. Basements usually work well, if they're roomy enough. A pack of candles. You'll only use one if all goes well. And a lighter. A bucket of water and a mug. A fan. Two large mirrors, like the one on your dresser. Don't worry, they won't be harmed. Or if they are, it'll be the least of your concerns. Three chairs. An alarm clock. An active cell phone. Don't forget to charge the goddamn battery. A loved one willing to follow rules and go along with all this madness. And a small toy or dear object from your childhood. Here's a setup. Start setup around 11 p.m. Place one chair in the center of the room facing north. This is important. Place the other two chairs exactly to the right and left facing your throne. The distance between your throne and that of your queen and fool should be about the length of your arm to each side, more or less. Place the two large mirrors on the queen and fool chairs left and right of you, facing you, and each other. Try your best to have them stand at a 90 degree angle, or else you may get more or less than three kings. If you sit on your throne facing straight ahead, north, you should be able to perceive your own reflection in each of the two mirrors without actually having to turn your head nor your eyes to do so. If you see your own reflection in the corner of your eye, just barely there, then you've done it right. Place the bucket of water and a mug in front of you, just barely out of reach. Place the fan behind you and turn it on. Don't set it to maximum power. Medium or low is usually enough. Leave it on. Turn off the lights. Leave the door open and go to your bedroom. Set the candles by the side of the bed, next to a lighter. Set the candles by the side of your bed, next to a lighter, your alarm clock, and your cell phone. Leave it charging. Set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. Turn off the lights and sleep while holding your power object. Get some rest. Showtime. Wake up at 3.30 a.m. with your alarm clock. Turn it off, but don't turn on the light. You have exactly three minutes to light your candle, grab your cell phone, and make your way to the dark room to sit in your throne. You should be seated by 3.30 a.m. Don't forget your power object. Check for potential red flags. If your cell phone didn't charge for whatever reason, abort the mission. If the alarm didn't go off at exactly 3.30 a.m., abort the mission. If you find the dark room door closed, remember, you left it open. Abort the mission. If the fan is turned off, you left it on. Abort the mission. Side note. If you have to abort the mission due to any of the above, leave the house with your loved one. Go to a hotel or something. There's no need to run. 
You have time to grab your jacket and your keys and whatnot, but leave. After 6am, the coast should be clear. If all is going as planned, you can proceed and take your throne. Do not look directly at either of the two mirrors beside you. Do not let the candle go out. The fan is behind you. You must protect the candle with your body, which is standing in between. There's a reason for this, as you'll soon see. Look straight ahead at the darkness. Not at the candle, not at the mirrors, just straight ahead. If you've been paying attention, you surely noticed that I didn't say during setup which chair was queen and which chair was fool. That's because it's your job to find out. And from their point of view, you're either their queen or their fool too. Hence, three kings. I won't spoil what happens next. Suffice to say, you won't be alone if you have questions. You'll get answers. Sometimes in the form of new questions, but hey, that's the story of humanity, huh? Just stay put and try not to move. Again, do not look directly at the mirrors nor the candle. Just straight ahead. Trust me. Don't chicken out either. You need to wait until 4.34. By 4.34, it's all over. It's okay to tremble a little bit, just try not to. Not because it affects the ritual or anything. It's just a pussy thing to do while in polite company. Did I mention not to let the candle go out? That's what the fan's for. You're protecting the candle with your body. But if your body were to be suddenly moved, then the fan would turn off the candle. That's backup number one. Your loved one is backup number two. At 4.34, they have to come in and call your name. If that won't work, they have to call your cell phone. If that won't work, they have the glass of water in the bucket. They can't touch you, though. That's a newbie mistake. Backup number three is your power item, the toy or locket or whatever object of strength you brought along for the ride. It'll show you the way if shit hits the fan. Multiple backups. You gotta be like a boy scout if you do these things. If you half-ass it, half-ass it all the way so it won't work. Worst you can do is take it seriously enough for it to work and not seriously enough to be prepared for the consequences. If in doubt, refer to the title. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, Please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at CreepyPastaWikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. 
spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. But the only thing I could hear was 7219 laughing. Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.